I wasn't ready. Weren't you? No. How about now? <clears throat> yeah? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, cool. This is Big and Small Talk with Katie and Luke. G'day. How are you today, Luke? I'm all right. I haven't even asked you that yet. Yeah. How long have I been here now? An oh, hour? An hour and a half. I'm a mean friend. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. A friend of mine finally finished uh, season two of Twin Peaks. I'm, I was pretty happy. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like a really good day for you. Yeah. <laughs> finally, someone to talk about Twin Peaks with. Finally. Because <laughs> <laughs> Amy Shaw won't. God, she hates it. Whoa, a little jab there. <laughs> no taste. Oh, she just doesn't like that one. She has taste. If you don't like Twin Peaks, there's something wrong with you. I haven't watched it. It's so damn good. It is like... I don't know. I can't even describe it. The first season is, I reckon, near perfect. Mm. The second season is just a great showcase of how uh, letting people not have good creative control over their projects makes makes something bad. And then the third season is letting someone have complete creative control over something can make something like, I think it's incredible, but it is pretty bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I love how much you love it. Oh, I think it's just one of the best things ever made and people should challenge themselves to watch it. Mm. It is a bit boring at some parts, but overall it's an absolute masterpiece. I love your consumption of um, movies and shows. Yep. <laughs> Good are, segue. <laughs> which leads us into our next topic, consumerism. Yes. Um, it's really funny that you say that because a lot of my hobbies are Consum- consumption-based. Consumption. Um, consuming media, buying shit, all that <laughs> sort of thing. Yep. Um, I think that probably rings true to a lot of people. I think, well... It's, you know, stuff's like available now. So, and we have the means to have more things. Yeah. So, yeah. Why not? Yeah. And that's where it all started. Hey. Well, yes. You know, me doing research into the gold, golden times uh, back in the day when consumers. You say golden testing. times, I think of like a newspaper. Do you? Yeah. Aww. Just imagine you opening up a newspaper. <laughs> golden times. What does it have to say? <laughs> Oh, that would be a good segue if we had a YouTube channel. Well, anyway, oh, the yeah. golden times where Katie sits there with a the newspaper. It's <laughs> terrible. I actually love it. Uh, anyway, I uh, did some research into where consumers... Maybe we should add a news started. segment to these things. Like what? Just what has happened. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. I was like, what has happened? Like, oh, Palestine, Israel. That's not something to talk about. <laughs> I love how, like, mid-sentence you're like, oh, what a bad idea. Oh, fucking hilarious. Oh, no, continue. Sorry. Oh, sorry. As I I was saying. um, (laughs) Oh. Oh. Back in, like, the 1700s. uh, When. uh, Yeah, what happened then? What happened then? I'm so happy that you asked, Luke, because I know. Amazing. the first sort of like um, availability of like goods from the upper class became available to um, poorer classes, right? So, yeah. you know, people of a poorer class um, who had began working and things like that had a little bit of extra income to then um, go into their economy by buying like an extra pair of boots or things like that. And it sort of stemmed from people wanting to buy outside of their um, like bare essentials. Outside so, of their knees. Exactly. Needs, exactly. Their knees. So, yeah. and that's what 
consumerism is, right? You know, having things that go beyond just your necessities for life. And the reason it became mainstream was because suddenly 99% of people could do it. Well, 90% of people could do it rather yeah, than just like that. the and top then, 10%. Exactly. Yeah. And it also, you know, worked out better for the community because it stimulated yeah. the economy and yeah. thus the cycle was well, born. Yeah, and also like um, suddenly people could access like soap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or have an extra comb. Yeah, or, or have, underwear. A, have good shoes instead yeah. of shoes duct tape together, etc. Did they even have duct tape then? It's probably You're probably tight. right. Probably, yeah. probably some form Laced of twine. together, yeah, <laughs> twined together. Yeah. But yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it was the introduction, well, I think it was the introduction to the masses of market forces. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, and it's really funny because um, when you said to do this talk, I was like, oh yeah, I, I'm... I'm surprisingly pro-consumer. I was surprised that you are, given all the stuff um, I sort of know about you. Well, I think um, the details lie in if you're pro-consumer or consumption. Okay. So pro-consumption, I probably am not. But pro-consumer, I am. Okay. Um, I see. I think you should be... So the way our economy is structured is around this consumption. Yeah. Um, and you have all your economic variables that measure this sort of thing, and GDP is one of them, and you hear that touted a lot. Yep, I, I know what that means now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think a lot of economic rights are being stripped away from consumers and I think that's a problem. I think. In what way? So, how do you think the rights are being stripped away from consumers? Like, is it because we're sort of told nowadays what to, you know, well, consume? What is a consumer, really? Someone who has a job and has money. We've kind of just said that. Right. right? Yeah. So, fundamentally, in the, the way our economy works, a consumer is someone who has a job. Right. Now... If you're for consumer rights, you also should then be for workers' rights. Yes, of course. Not a lot of people are, <laughs> which also doesn't really make sense because they too are consumers. Right. So, okay. In a tangential way, I am. But I think overall, if you want, you, you should be discouraging consumption through like taxation. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Your economical brain is... Yeah. Well, that's it. I think about this like systems-wide, not like on an individual level. It's very director of you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. And like builder as well, the systems. The systemizing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're a very structured man. You've nailed me. uh, Yep. (laughs) Um, But we can talk about that later. Mm. Um, on an individual level, yeah, uh, yeah, I think a lot of like the things I do are structured around consuming stuff, and that's something I want to try and correct. Well, that's if you look at it as consuming is always a bad thing. It's not. Well, you can consume so many things that are actually good for you, like education. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, not, yeah, and not everything that you view in like movies and um, TV shows is, you know bad for you you know you could be learning in the process yeah i agree 
Um, and that's we'll we'll definitely talk about that in an argument for consumerism because that is one of the reasons why. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I I'm think it's that. a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and really, what you're saying, what that is, is like market forces can create a lot of good stuff. I agree. And uh, I reckon what you're going to find at the end of this talk is that we'll be arguing about what uh, how market forces operate. But anyway, do you know what I mean by that? Mm, I want to say yes. So you think I'm smart, but I don't. <laughs> right, we'll talk about that later. But um, uh, bringing it back, I when I mean like I want to consume less, I think I want to balance out how much I'm consum- consuming by how much I'm giving back as well. All right. So you, you want to have that balance. Yeah. I think it's way out of whack at the moment. And it might. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Um, like just example. Yeah. Uh, I think I told you this the other day, like hey, I did our budget and um, yeah. uh, spending way too much money per fortnight on uh, food and just rubbish stuff that, yeah, anyway, way too much. I won't say how much, but way too much. Um, <laughs> I knew the figure. Yeah, it's not good, <laughs> especially when you're trying to save. I was like, holy shit. Um, oh. It took me back and it made me feel gross. Okay. So then it's like, a why, one, why am I doing that? And then I had to evaluate like the structure of my what's going on and how I need to be more prepared and all that sort of thing. So that plays into it. But then also like, uh, what could I be doing with that money? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Especially yeah. when you want to save and stuff. It's yeah. like, oh, how much further ahead could I have been, been yeah. if I had just not had, you know, take out two times in one week as opposed That's to right. one or it all adds up. it's yeah. wild how much it adds up oh yeah but it um it's so funny that um i started evaluating my life on how much money i'm is flowing through me mm. which is not a good path to go down no, because you know what like i'm sure even so yes you spent all that money on like food and whatever but you had experiences, like you got to go out with your partner for dinner or you got to, well, that, you know. That's the sad thing. Not not a lot of it was that. Oh that and that's, oh. again, that's the oh. analysis, right? It's like, yeah. why, that's what I should be prioritizing over, you know, all this other junk. Because I think like, yeah, if you're spending a little bit more money, but if you are getting experiences out of it and you're sharing time with people you love, then I, I don't know, oh, I, ju- I justify that. Yeah, thing. yeah. But um, the, the intent behind that spending is that you're creating a memory, not so much you're creating, you know. Um, uh, you're just getting, you're just getting food or whatever, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, that's something I want to fix. Okay. It's, well, that's yeah. a very introspective yeah. thing to do, you know. I think it's good to, you know, yeah. want to work towards bettering in, yourself. In terms of, like... Um, Society, like social media itself, I think, gears us towards consumption. Oh, definitely. It's a big marketing tool. Yeah. Like, you know, just because the platform's free doesn't mean that they're not um, gaining profit. It's not free for starters. Well, well, you don't have to pay to have the app. We're talking about money. It is not free. (laughs) Are we going to get into data rights? Do you know about this sort of thing? I do know about data rights. Okay, good. Um, however, it is not free. To, okay, so let's strip it back, Luke. <laughs> okay. We can get into that. I'm yeah. happy to. But strip it back to the fact that not- from an outsider's perspective, yeah. just the average Joe looking in through the lens of them, it is free in the sense that you don't have to buy into it to participate. However, you pay 
in other ways, like your data being used for them to profit on? There's an estimate that your personal data that Facebook just alone uses Mm. is worth upwards of like $1,500 a year. It's crazy. Um, So you're definitely paying for it. You're paying a $1,500 subscription. Yeah. A year to yeah. use Facebook, and it's not even money; it's just. Yourself. And you have no, uh, you have no right over using that data. Mm. Like they control it, well, um, which is I've, such a problem. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Like I don't think that anybody should profit over. Well, you should be able to profit over it. If they want to sell your data, you should get a cut of that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, but not? is it like one of those things where you um you it's like signing a waiver as you sign up to these platforms? So those NDAs mm. are inadmissible in court. Okay. Yeah. That's been agreed upon basically. Mm. So those like terms and conditions agreements. Yeah. Because um uh yeah, the courts acknowledge that no one reads them. Okay. So like it's a loaded baloney. Um the there's uh, What's the project called? There's one. There's something going on in California where um, this group are basically you can give them your email, okay, um, and they will actually track how often data attached to that email has been traded and how much money is worth that, and then they're trying to prosecute a lawsuit to get you that money. That's in, that's pretty cool. That's they wild. reckon that they're going to get a couple million because it's only in California. That's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, there's already like, you know, there's so many like data leaks and stuff. You can punch your That data leaks, that is corporate warfare. Yeah. Like when you hear hear like, oh, like that Facebook one that happened recently, that, oh, they had a data leak. That's another company trying to get that information for free. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. But like, you know, as I was saying. Yes. Um. (laughs) You can literally punch your email into, you know, like bloody websites and they tell you everywhere your um, information's been leaked. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, so, yeah. I, I, so, yeah, social media definitely is promoting consumption. 100%. Um, and it's not free. <laughs> yeah, I love how I love how when I when I say something and you get really passionate, you just you have to get have to. you just like I have to. your shoulders get all big and back, I and have to. you're like, no, Katie, it's not free. Yeah, yeah Luca, no. Yeah. Um, if if you gave me ten more seconds, <laughs> I'd be able to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'd be able to elaborate on where I was going. With yeah. That. Um, <laughs> but yes. So, the cost of things isn't always monetary value. No. Hey, that's a great point. Okay. You know, like you you pay, you definitely pay, but in other ways. Like the, even like your time, the amount of time you invest into a bloody um, app, like Instagram, for example. If your screen time's five hours and you're chilling on Instagram the whole time, Instagram's making money off that. Yep. And you are yep. spending your time. Yeah. Um, Your finite time. <laughs> they even design video games now around reten- time retention. That's like crazy. So it's like designed to just keep kids on the game yeah. and come back to the game. Yeah. Um, they don't make them like, it's like a 10-hour experience and then that's it. Yeah. It's now, uh, yeah. It's purposely designed to bring you back um, and keep you on it. 
It's yeah, it's, marketing's pretty wild these days. Like even um bloody product um obsolescence. What's that? It's um essentially like P like your phone there. It's yeah. designed to break in two years. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Right? But then there's also perceived obsolescence, which we've spoken about. And um, you know, just because your phone's in perfectly good working order. But it's old. Yeah. It's now um obsolete in your mind because it hasn't got all the new features of mm-hmm. the new phone. Um, so those those marketing ploys are are crazy in this day and age. And you know what's really sad as well? The our brightest minds in society are being used to make those like triggers and identify yeah. them when they could be used for way better stuff. I know it's really um, and it's only bec- it's because those big corporations have all the money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they buy up the talent and then just make them do nothing. But it's, it's like, why would that person go anywhere else when they've got all that money there? That's how much comes down to your own morals and ethics. Well, does it? I yeah, think it, it. I don't think it's. Everyone's got their price. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's individually your morals and ethics. I think it's society de- demands that you need to be earning. And of so, course, you know yeah. what I mean. And also, that person's going to be looking at all their friends who are in these high-paying jobs, going, mm, "Maybe I should just do that. It'd be so much easier." Yeah. Yeah. You can't blame them for doing it. No. The person you should not. be blaming is the company that's hiring all these people for that much money. Yeah. Man, big 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 businesses can be so evil. Um, can we talk about like Nestle? Yeah. Excellent. Um, so I'm an avid Kit Kat lover. And Me too. Uh, the Kit Kat cookies and cream. Oh, look, I just like the standard. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Basic, basic bitch. <laughs> I am. <laughs> basic bitch Kit Kat. <laughs> Y'all basic. <laughs> um, yeah, I am pretty basic. Uh, and I do love a Kit Kat. And so on my weekly grocery shop, I'll buy like uh, two bags of the fun size Kit Kats. Cause it's a Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Staple in my you diet. love Kit Kats. You know, it's actually really funny. Um, I'm. It's a good source of fiber. It's got wafers in it. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, well, I had to write down a day of eating for my new... I'm doing like some nutritional coaching with my friend Ben. And he sent me some paperwork and whatever. And he's, one of the parts of the questionnaires is to write down your um, day of eating. Oh. And first of all, I realized a few things. I'm a really boring eater and definitely don't eat enough just protein. Eat the same things over <laughs> yeah. and over. Yeah. Um, and Kit Kats are a staple. Did I say Kit Kats? Kit Kats. <laughs> Kit Kats. The new character in Mario Kart. Yes. Anyway, they're a staple in my diet. And uh, anyway, I hit send and I reflected on that and then thought about um, bloody big businesses like Nestle. Yeah, they're scum. <laughs> they are. And, we th- and you think they're really scum for one reason, practices. and I think they're scum for another reason. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. All right, well, you dive into why you think this. No, 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 you go first. Yours is way more interesting and mine will lead to the next point. Is it? Yeah. Okay. You, you have a, the reason you think they're evil is a much better reason to think they're evil than I think they're evil. Okay. <laughs> well, essentially, Nestle um, buys into like 30% of the world's cocoa beans and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, obviously, these are overseas and the walk, the work, the workers. workers, bloody hell, I can't even talk today. Um, the workers are just uh, obviously treated really poorly um, and there's parts of like um, uh, where deforestation has occurred in protected parts of the world where um, there are illegal uh, cocoa bean 
farms and stuff and then these workers are sort of forced to work there because they have no other choice and then they get taken advantage of by um big brands who come in and buy it obviously at a discounted price mm-hmm. because it's in an illegal part of the mm-hmm. country and um yeah it just blows my mind that that that's allowed um, same thing with like oil rigs as well, actually, because yeah. we'll get we'll get on to get into Nestle a bit. Um, there's an oil rig up in near like PNG, mm. and um, I think it was like Shell or something owned it, and it started to run dry, so mm. they sold it to another outfit for the cheap cheap, and that outfit couldn't run it, and then left them basically with the mess. Oh. Uh, so they sold it out with a profit. And then left the you know the actual cleanup to this outfit that really couldn't do it, and then it, it's been a fucking mess, and they're going to do it again. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a crazy. very common tactic for companies to exploit labor, like, yeah, and especially in like developing nations. Oh yeah, I totally um, agree because it's it comes it's down terrible. to the part where it's like they just don't have another choice. Because you know they they the need to work. Don't. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like Definitely. the the peoples in these countries, like they don't they don't yeah. have another choice. Yeah, um, and it's normal for them as well. And I I think that's the part that I struggle with so much is that I can't believe that this exploitation of just other human beings in the world is uh, so normal. So essentially, I want to boycott boycott Kit Kats. Um, and it'll I know, be better for you. Look, just don't replace it with like. Fredo frogs. Fredo frogs or something, yeah. <laughs> What's that, Cadbury? Cadbury? Oh, actually, Cadbury's not great either. Oh, really? <laughs> I think they It wouldn't also, surprise me. I think there's affiliate brands off Cadbury. It's there. probably how they source their, like, oils and stuff. Uh, palm oils and yeah. things like that, yeah. I think it's not excellent. But, um, yeah, so I want to boycott them. And I know it's not going to really put a dent in um, in anything, but it'll probably satisfy my own... Um, morals. Morals. Yeah. Because um, you were watching The Good Place, weren't you? And that's yeah. where that kind of stems from. Yeah. Um, in that you get the the bonus points for being a good person and then the negative points for being a bad person. Exactly. But you bind that Kit Kat overall as a negative action, so you would get negative points. I know. And the same as if you bought uh, an apple. Mm. Yeah. That was yeah. sourced and, like, and the farmers got exposed to bad shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I love in, that show for that. Me too. Yeah. In reality, like it's so um, difficult to make true ethical decisions because you don't. You have no control over how no, these conglomerates work. Exactly. Like just because there's apples in the, um, you know, fruit and veg section of your local Coles doesn't mean that they came from a good place. So you buying them and participating, like you're still inadvertently participating in the bad practices. But you aren't aware. Yeah. And like, honestly, the only way to completely remove you, yourself from all of this is literally just go native. You need to go off grid. Um, which. Yeah. Which is stupid. <laughs> pretty but, crazy. And and that's when like you can, there's better ways to do it. Um, uh, but yeah, like Nestle is involved in child labor, price fixing of chocolate. Yeah. Um, some other scandals as well. Uh, baby formula. Oh, the melamine. Yeah. So cutting baby formula basically. Yeah. So melamine um, shows up as extra protein in baby formula. Yeah, but it's so not good it's, for babies. No, it actually um, causes uh, 
renal stones and things yeah. like that. And uh, there were actually babies who were getting renal colic and um, they did some investigations into the baby formula that they were having. So not only were they getting less protein than they needed for an infant to grow, they were getting this additive that was causing them to have yeah. kidney problems. So uh, I don't... So the, Just because it's cheaper. Yeah, so this is then when I... This is my argument. Because mm. all that is really bad, I agree. And they, yeah. they shouldn't be doing it. Why are they doing it? Because they... It's cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper. They're cutting costs. Yeah. At the cost of What is of driving people. them to cut those costs? They're big corporations. No, they are the big corporation. Yeah, that's what I mean. They are. Yeah, so there's something dictating them that is going to make them try and cut those costs and get a bigger profit. Well, is it just the desire to get the bigger profit? Yeah. And where does that profit go to? Like shareholders and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but... Really, it's the it's the societal gears of kind of um, like your market pressures. So the market is basically when people say like bring up like oh the the free market and that sort of thing. It's basically the market will dictate what people need, yeah, or want uh, more more what they want, and then things will align to get that what they people want, and mm. it. it drive the cost down as much as possible as well. Okay. So markets are really, really good tool to inspire innovation and um, infrastructure and that sort of thing. Problem is the way we've structured our markets, therefore exactly the wrong reasons, profit and yeah. getting things as cheap as possible so people can afford them as much as possible. So It's kind of like the, um, you know, let's, put it into like a scenario where you're like okay well these people have to have a really shit time for the majority to have a really good time yeah that's what's going on it doesn't have to be that way i agree um uh but in, even at like a more fundamental level it's like um uh i'm gonna struggle to explain this <laughs> um it's all right i'm here for you <laughs> We, as a society, value consumption and it's gotten to the, like, we, we've valued consumption to the point where we're, we're, we've, we're okay with turning a blind eye to these problems because you still get those cheap Kit Kats. Yeah, okay. Right? But, do you, but, but prior to doing investigations into it, I had no knowledge of it. So I was also ignorant. Do you, I guarantee you majority people it's talked about all the time on the news iphones are made by people in japanese and chinese factories who jump off the roofs because their working conditions are so bad okay like that's a known fact right and it's in the media all the time do people still buy iphones sure do of course they do because they because we're geared to think that way yeah um that's no one's fault like no individual is it wrong here it's a societal problem um, and so then it's like real grandiose of me to get on my high horse and talk about it, <laughs> um, which is why I kind of like hesitant. Um, but I think to it boycotting like that, yeah, it, it's a good start. Um, yeah, but it's not gonna, because it's, it's a, such a band aid. 
well it's a way to like it's uh people the the argument for boycotting is it's your way of dictating what the mark you want the market to do right because it's like okay i'm not buying kit kats anymore because i want them sourced the cocoa sourced ethically yeah so then they release the ethically sourced kit kat Mm. right so you've seen that with like it's the um paper straw argument (laughs) yeah um i don't like I don't know, you know, um, single-use plastics. And that was a big yeah. push people yeah. had and they felt really good about it. So then you get paper straws. Now people hate paper straws. Well, I think that, <laughs> you know, um, one, you've got to look at where those paper straws, where the paper's being sourced from. You yeah. know, so yeah. again, it's the same fucking uh, like problem. Yeah, just because it's a little bit better for the environment doesn't mean that the way that they were processed is. Uh, what would have been a better, better argument would have been what is your net CO two output at McDonald's? Yeah. So what's your how's your farming practices? Let's get angry about that. Yeah. Um, but they man- don't want to do that because that they reel in too much money. Well, I don't think individuals think that big, and and I think that that straw thing that was an idea implanted in people to deflect from the real issue. Well, like, yeah, of course. Um, Even the whole um, carbon footprint thing was a marketing ploy to def- like put the ownership back onto you rather yeah. than the big companies taking accountability for the fact that their carbon footprint is enormous. Yeah, and like the problem as well with these, these environmental arguments is people can't even agree on global warming and climate change and all that sort of thing existing anyway. Do you think that will change over time. But do you think that's just because they've politicized it so much? A hundred percent. And that was done on purpose. One hundred percent they made that a political argument. Ugh. Like to make sure that these special interest groups wouldn't die out. Like um uh, Australia is an example. They go on and on about how we can't let the fossil fuel industry die in Australia because we'll lose jobs. Yeah. Now, who is actually saying that message? The people who own those businesses, for starters. <laughs> they're going to lose their They're going to lose job. their job yeah. because they're dumb investors. Yeah. Like, if you actually... And then they're, these, are the sa- these people are the same people who would argue for a free market, but then when the market is going against them and turning towards renewables, they're the same people who want a handout. Yeah. And then they're the same people who would look down on, like, someone on the dole. Yeah. That sort of... It's literally corporate welfare where they're just handing out tax concessions to these big businesses who are failing hard because they're not getting with the times. They've had 20, 30 years to transition to renewables, these coal companies. They could have easily done it. They had the money. They chose not to. It's fucking their fault. Like, we shouldn't. And that's the other thing. I was watching. It pissed me off. (laughs) So Here we're gonna we're going up now. <laughs> I was watching Q and A. I fucking hate Q and A now. It's so bad. Okay. Um, but it was about the budget, and then and who was on? It was like Jim Ch- Jim Chalmers, who's like a Labor member, um, a Greens member. Jackie Lambie was on there, and then there was this Liberal federal member. I, I don't recognize her. I didn't re- really recognize anyone on the panel, to be honest. Okay. Um, but I was like, oh, it's on the budget. Let's have a listen. And um, one of the questions that got uh, – and, like, no one is happy about this budget, apparently. Well, no one in the ABC audience, anyway. Um, and one of the questions that was asked from the audience was about electric vehicles. And I was like, oh, this would be a great question because this Not is – Not so- enough infrastructure. Well <laughs> – there is. Um, I mean, we should be manufacturing them here, if yeah. that's what you mean. Yeah. I agree. Um, but the question he asked was, he's like a rural guy, rural guy, and he was like, um, 
you know, we should be trying to adopt EV vehicles. True. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, because, and we should be trying to, um, and he was saying they're really expensive. Um, America, Trump himself was advocating for a tax concession on electric vehicles of like $10,000, something crazy. Now that's like, you know, in the political climate, that's really like, he's a right-wing guy, say in Mm -hmm. quotations, um, who's advocating for a green policy, which is electric vehicles. Um, We do need that sort of concession here because they are fucking expensive and people can't afford them, but people need to be up taking them. Yeah. And the answer that we got back was good on you for being able to even afford it. That was what the Liberal member said. And then the Labor member said, oh, yeah, there's two things we can do. One thing was um, get rid of uh, um, like import tax tariffs, which is about $2,000. Yeah. Um, And then he said, and then let like companies upgrade their fleets so that if you're a part of a company, you could use your company to get an electric car, that would be about $8,000 off. Both of them missed the point. The tax that you should be getting rid of there is a luxury car tax. Yeah. Because the reason that... And this is the problem with when you have in, in, inadequate government in charge of econo- economic issues. They're not looking... They're looking after their special interest groups in this situation. Well, they have a vested interest in it. They so have a vested interest in letting petrol still run for exactly. ages, right? If you got rid of your, like, I agree, you should get rid of the import costs and I agree you should, and then I would say you should get rid of um, stamp duty and luxury car tax as well. The reason you should get rid of all three, we don't manufacture cars in Australia anymore. The whole reason behind a stamp duty and also the luxury car tax was to protect Australian manufacturing, which we don't do anymore. So if we're not going to promote Australian manufacturing, which the current government doesn't, then we should be embracing importation of cars. Yeah. Which just means getting rid of those taxes. That'd be better on everybody. It'd be way better. So then I wondered, well, how much does the fuel levy cost, like generate in revenue? Because okay. that the, that's the reason they don't want... Hit me ele- with the facts, Luke. This is the reason they don't want electric <laughs> cars because... And it's a big... So Victoria government has set up a tax. Okay. Uh, it's like a, a $5,000 tax or something crazy. Because when you pay at the pump for petrol, you're also paying a fuel excise. Of a couple cents per liter. It's like, mm. a, I think it's about like 40 cents a liter or so. It's quite large. It only generates $20 billion. I mean, the I federal love how budget you... is $575 billion. Yeah, I was going to say, I love how you say only. And it's. But think about billion. how much more money you could generate if you started manufacturing EV vehicles. Just yeah. get rid of that fuel excise, promote EV vehicles, and the manufacturing of them in Australia. Fuck, you generate so much money. But because we're so tied up in protecting these evil corporations, we don't do it. So my problem with Nestle is they don't pay taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is that they treat people badly. And Lucy's, they don't pay taxes. (laughs) Those evil sons of bitches. (laughs) Because the reason I say that, so income tax in yeah. Australia is going to generate approximately 224.9 billion dollars. <laughs> That's a it's lot. Insane amounts of money. Do you know how much company and resource rent taxes is? I feel like it's going to be significantly smaller. 86 billion. Example. Quite disproportionate. Way disproportionate. <laughs> um 
and I know this is a bit off topic for consumption, but I will try and tie it back in. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. Netflix this year has declared that they only made $20 million in revenue. Ah, uh, yes. I know what you're, where you're going with this. <laughs> so how much taxes does that mean they pay? 537000 That's it. So they're, they're, they're bluffing. They're lying about how much they earned in Australia. Um, if, let's say, half of Australia's population... So, well, let's go even less than that. Let's okay. just say 5 million people in Australia, which I think is a decent estimate of who would own a Netflix subscription, right? Yeah, literally everyone has one. If you had one for a month, that's $10, right? Bare minimum. 5 million times 10 is 50 million. So, 5 million people had a subscription for one month. That's already more money than they're, they're saying they generated. So... <laughs> like, it's such a lie. But, like, how do they think that they will get away with that? It's so blatantly... Because they're lobbying to the government to allow them to get away with it. There's no one, there's no one holding them up. There's no police in, anymore. Ugh. That sort of reminds me of, like, there's no real policing when it comes to those bloody... This is ethically sourced stamps that's, and that that's go what into I'm, your food. That's what I'm going to get at is like when you – they try and put all this onus on the individual to make things work when if they actually targeted these massive conglomerates, things would be so much better. Yeah. Well, it needs to start from the start, the top. Top, like, yeah. Um, like, yes, I think one person does have the ability to change the world. I agree. But I think like you can't – change these sorts of things because what you know about them is what they're telling you about it. Yeah. And how can you truly make a decision based on what you're being spoon-fed from somebody who has terrible interests? You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't have your interests at heart. Exactly. They don't care about you. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, oh, but this is ethically sourced and if you choose this one, you're doing us a And my problem with all that ethically sourced stuff as well, it's really just a marketing tool to get people like you to buy the thing because you're you're now aware of the problem. Exactly. Um, But it's just trying to get you to keep consuming their product. Well, there is a... There's There's no right for the consumer to figure out that information and that sort of thing. Like, yeah. And that's what I mean by I'm pro consumer rights. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, they, there was a study done and like if people knew where stuff came from and the conditions of the workers who produced the goods that you're consuming, um, like 67% of people are less likely to purchase things from, you know, us, from slave labor or things like that, if they knew about it. But then again, it's like you said, it's that that knowing that is putting the, the onus accountability. on you. Yeah, yeah, it puts the accountability on you. But like, and also, I would love to. Got, I, that's I think that yeah. Well, that's a start. <laughs> I think that's the point. That's a start. Yeah. And that's what you're saying. And I would I agree. Like it's a start. Um, but I wonder with that study what the drop off is as well. Like that, yeah. that they're probably giving you that information at time of purchase. Yeah. Does that dictate all of the purchases for the next 20 years? I doubt it. Yeah. Maybe the next month. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> that's how much a cynic I am. <laughs> Do you love how like I'm trying to be so optimistic? And- well, like I think, um, yeah, it's all about who you have in charge. Yeah, uh, they're the ones that are going to be able to hold these companies accountable for how they're sourcing their product and how they're manufacturing it and also well, then paying their fucking taxes. Well, that, but like, you know, it's all like comes back to marketing as well. And 
you know, that can be taken back all the way back to bloody 17th century when, mm. you know, magazines started coming out and women started having like fancy hair and dresses and things like that. And those started to change periodically over the years. Yeah. And that like filters through the, you know, down the different socioeconomical um, ladders and then people want to be part of this, right? Yeah. So the because everything's just so sexy, people are, yeah, willing to overlook certain things to be part of the majority. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and didn't be- articulate that very well. No, I, I think I get your point. It's that... Um, <laughs> And it, it does, it feeds into like my overall argument, which is um, you're trying to fit in. Yeah. And because everyone else is consuming these things, you also will just do it. Exactly. Um, you know where that line, I just want to fit in, comes from? Where? American Psycho, which is a movie about <gasps> I love consumption that film. in 80s. Like, it's so good. That's the one with Christian Bale, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fundamentally what that movie is about, though, is like 80s consumerism. Mm. And 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 uh, how maddening it is! And murder. It's not really about murder, <laughs> <laughs> but there's murder in it. You know that book was they tried to make it illegal. I think it's banned in some countries as well. The actual book because oh. of the violence towards women. Oh really? And the thing that annoys me about that, it's like you're just seeing. Like, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. Yeah, it, like, you, you're blinded by the veil. Yeah, it's like, um, what's the other one? Blood Meridian. That's banned in a couple of countries. Don't think I know that one. Oh, it's, it's, I want to read it. Oh, it's like those funny films that have people um, killing uh, <laughs> political... Um, Caricatures. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah, what is it, Zoolander? Yeah. Pretty sure they weren't allowed to play that in Malaysia. Really? Yeah. Why? What happens in that? I haven't seen Zoolander. You've never seen Zoolander? I don't care. Okay, right I don't like, then. I don't like Will Ferrell. I feel personally attacked it's by that. Twice in a row, wow. I've had a go at comedians. Yeah, <laughs> I swear yeah. I have a thing against comedians, don't yeah. I? Yeah. Um, look, I love Will Ferrell films. Anyway, whatever. Zoolander is a classic. Semi pros, all right. I'll give him that. <laughs> it's one of his worst films. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, um, he they essentially um, are trying to kill off the Malaysian president. Ah, oh, okay. And, and they like oh. they um, brainwash a model to um, assassinate them. You know what's so funny about that? That was banned in Malaysia. Naked Gun, uh, parody of Manchurian Candidate, basically. Mm. Brainwashing someone to kill the queen. But that's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. <laughs> but do you know what it's I mean, funny. though? Like, how it's we, the exact how, same thing. It's the same but thing, but one... different culture Even has that, taken um... that differently. But also, I guess, the culture that, that's attacking is the one creating it. Like, if it was a Malaysian film industry that yeah. made that film I think that would it be okay makes, it makes a difference they, they wouldn't they wouldn't make the film in the first place exactly but, yeah. but it's like that um mm. James Franco one with um Seth Rogen and oh, the they, dictator yeah that, yeah that pretty sure that wasn't allowed to be played in um Korea nothing's allowed to be played in Korea though yeah, in North Korea anyway was it North Korea probably best Korea apparently <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the meme right Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, um, what, a, what a world. Censorship. Yeah, we should do one on that. That'd we be good. should. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to, like the, the whole consumerism thing, like uh, because we have structured ourselves around the consumption of products, yeah. it has created this environment where that sort of 
injustice occurs. Yeah. Um, the problem, like it's I, and I think it's noble to identify the problems and individually try. It's fucking gonna be impossible to get rid of all of that in your life. Um, like but all you, the, but you can try. You, like- sh- you should try. And I think, and we say that, but I'm sure the equipment we're using here was made in a Chinese factory. Um, yeah, I know. Um, but um, the bigger thing you can do is elect officials who will actually try and clamp down on that sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's... If you thing. actually give a shit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, it's a very humanistic approach to life. But it's, yeah, I'm sure, you know, my stance and it doesn't surprise you, me taking the... Uh, but it shouldn't, it should be, the, it really should be the stance for everyone. It's like, if you actually care about other people, you should care how these people are being exploited. Yeah. Like, it might, it, and it, that, do, do you um, know what I mean? Well, even um, buddy Charles Darwin, mm. when he was like... Um, young a lot younger he i think he was in medical school and he left uh, medical school because they were doing a procedure on like a kid and the kid was crying or something yeah and he couldn't believe that they were doing that so he walked out of medical school that day he never returned yeah and then he ended up on some um some ship um talking loosely but he ended up on a ship that was going around and doing some research and he was like okay okay, this is a little bit more up my alley however um on the ship he ended up having a lot of like arguments with the um captain and um the other people on there because of the the slavery like they had slaves and Mm. he was like man like why are we treating these people like this like i couldn't believe it so like man this this mindset stretches back so far yeah, and the reason people went along with it is because everyone else did it, right? Yeah, exactly, but that's um, not a good enough ex- excuse. But it is an excuse. I think on it, like, it's not a. Uh, I mean, I, I, you can't, you can't judge people for what they did in the past, in my opinion. But, um, especially when it comes to history. But, um, you just gotta learn from it. You should learn from it, definitely. Um, but, um, we. If you and I were in that day and age, we would think slavery is fine. Well, it's just what you're exposed to, but it doesn't mean that we this, know the, it's wrong. Yeah, but, but this way of thinking yeah. isn't new. Is the point that I'm getting? Oh, at. of like, like caring about another yeah, human being? Exactly. Well, I mean, I guarantee you, they didn't think slaves were humans. That you know what that that makes like me think I guarantee of? you that you know in Star Wars do you watch have you seen Star Wars have I seen Star Wars are you I a Star Wars know. fan no I'm not not anymore <laughs> jeez Louise Go anyway on. so you know stormtroopers they're clones yeah well then they're not in the the original they're, trilogy you're hijacking my story Sorry. bruh um stormtroopers think about their outfits right they you can't tell that they're humans. You know how many, how many stormtroopers get killed off? God, I hate to think. Uh, let's just say, for argument's sake, all of them get killed yeah, off. Yeah. No one feels bad about it because they're not, they don't look at them as humans because you can't see them. Well, that's, more, that's, just a, that's um, also like uniforms in general. You won't care if you see, like in, in soldier uniforms, like there's a reason they're all the same. Yeah, but you're you, less likely to feel bad about yeah, you can murdering see their face. someone yeah, if yeah, you yeah. don't see their face. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, oh, that 
it's really funny as well that that's it's a great point um you don't care about these goons because they're just faceless yeah. goons yeah that's right um but uh, you know and you that, dehumanize you, that them. honestly makes me so annoyed about the new trilogy because it's one thing they actually could have explored with finn but they fucking didn't yeah do you know they, what i mean they but they there's still... so much potential there they could have actually made it a fucking cool story but nah Nah, nah, nah. We'll just rehash old ground. Let's just get on the email train and send them a strongly worded email um, about our thoughts on our fan fiction. It's not even owned by George Lucas anymore, is it? Who do we address it to? Uh, The Mouse. Oh, it's a Disney. Yeah, it's Disney. Another terrible company. You should never, you shouldn't participate in any Disney stuff ever again. Do you want to know why? I don't want to know because I like Disney. (laughs) This is what I'm getting at though. It's like if you want to take that moral high ground. okay, okay. Hit me, hit me. So Disney, have you heard of the Disney tax? No. So at the this it was instant, it was brought in like a couple, I think four or five years ago when Marvel stuff was at its peak. Okay. Because um they were obviously like every raking movie, it in every money would every movie was just fucking raking it in and when a movie does really well the cinema owners also do really well right with ticket okay. sales because a bit of yeah. that a bit of it goes to the studios. And a bit of it goes to the cinema because yeah. the cinema has to buy the films, right? More people there, buy more popcorn. All yeah. of that. Hmm. So Disney decided, hey, people aren't really coming to the movies for anyone else's films but ours. Um, we're going to charge more for the cinema owner to buy our films. Oh, my God. So then where do, then that pays down into your ticket price. So I don't know. Uh, uh, some places, I don't know if it's still running. Probably not because covid Great equaliser that, that was. Um, but <laughs> I think the cinemas are now up and running. Well, they are in Australia, but yeah. I don't know if the Disney tax is still on because they're probably oh. just pushing everything through Disney Plus. But for yeah. a while there, uh, to see a Disney film, it didn't matter what it was—Marvel, animated, kids' film, whatever—it uh, was an extra like two dollars. That's ridiculous. Because the owners of the cinema had to cover their costs. Yeah, of course. Now, some people would argue, well, that's fine. That's capitalism in, in manifest because you're, they have a better product. It's just like people well, slapping arbitrary prices on things. It's just like bloody diamonds. Well, they know. Well, I mean, in terms of practice, it is a great practice for them to do because um, they, people supply, are going to see those films, right? Supply and demand. demand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's the same thing with your diamond thing, if you want to go into oh, that. yeah, look, let's talk about how much Katie hates blood diamonds. Look, I didn't... Man, I wish I didn't know things now. There's just no way that you can get a diamond where somebody wasn't bloody hurt in some way. Or exploited in some way, I should say. You can't get anything. No, but especially, especially diamonds. Yeah. Like, the conditions of the people who mine these things are awful. People should really look into it. Yeah. And, you know, there's no... They are, but again, uh, the amount of funding they get is probably dictated by who's in charge and what their special interests are. And then what they do is that they slap this really crazy arbitrary price on what they think this diamond's worth and then sells in the shops, right? But I hate the idea of having, you know, a ring on my finger and I knew that the person who mined this diamond, just so I can have this sparkly rock, was treated really poorly. Yeah. So I would like 
This isn't me dropping a hints. A lab-grown ring? Yeah. So I would like a lab-grown diamond, Bit which is going to prove to be a lot cheaper for my uh, fiancé to be. Are they cheaper? <laughs> They're so much cheaper. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? I would have thought they would be more expensive. No, they're cheaper because they're a dime a dozen. You can just make them. <laughs> but the one sourced from the earth. Who gives a fuck? What it, but like, they're, do you know what I mean? Though? But they, like, they're the same. They're exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. so wild. So, so you're paying for this poor kid to fucking bleed. Yeah. To get this diamond. So you can and enjoy oh, your blood. Wild. I sound really judgy. There's so many people who I know who have diamonds and it's fine. They're beautiful. Like enjoy them. And I'm not Don't casting. Don't backpedal. No, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not casting judgment on people who, who have them and want them. That's okay. But it's not okay for me. I don't think it's okay to want something that superficial. But anyway. In saying that though, I still want it. A, a nice one. Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Pear-shaped diamond. Yep. <laughs> Two carat. But again, that's that <laughs> consumer mindset coming in being like, you should what I want. It's way more than what I need. It's, yeah, I, but oh, it's going to look so bougie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait. I think the, the, the <laughs> summary of this is uh, buy Australian manufactured in Australia. Yeah, let's well, get let's get those sweatshop kids out of the job. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and then where will they work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! That is exactly what people would say. We, we got to stop buying the goods. Where will the sweatshop children do for work? This, this, is my, this is my yeah. This is this is my problem with work. I like we, we can get into this after when we stop recording. But like legitimately, when a, this is the thing with the coal business, they're like, well, "What are the miners going to do for work? They'll mine something else <laughs> other than coal." Like, fuck! I <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I wish we I wish we were filming our reactions just then. Both Luke and I just lost our shit. What are those poor African children going to do for work that they're not being paid for anyway? (laughs) Educate themselves. Oh, they might help their village out. I don't know. Do anything better than working for some fucking overlord. Exactly. Who doesn't even, you know, have um, safe working conditions and the buildings fall down and people die all the time. That's a, um, uh, uh, yeah. Jesus, yeah. what yeah. a joke! I know. <laughs> so, so you can you you have two minds. You can buy Australian and manufacture in Australia mm-hmm. and live hopefully with a bit of peace of mind, and then we just got to tax it appropriately. Okay. Or you can buy your blood diamonds and your Kit Kats, knowing that you're supporting. I love how we've put them in the same because you're pro African children rights workers. Yeah. 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 You want those kids to still have a job because you're pro jobs. <laughs> oh man, we're cool. That's a big call, man. <laughs> People are gonna hate us. That's fine. Yeah, it's that's just okay. a joke. Yeah, I love this for us. Um. Anyway, yeah. So consumerism, eh? <laughs> Ain't it a thing? Ain't it a thing? What's that pun that I was trying to make? Like, um, you know, from from buying goods to selling out on being good. Well, that's a, yeah. That's a good one. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been working on that all week. Fuck. <laughs> Proud of myself. Uh, bye.
<laughs> See you guys. <laughs>